hello. Oh, to our little uh, seance. Oh yes, uh, we're sitting around the parlor uh, doing a group reading of the lights are dim. The souls uh, that are present in this room. Actually, I probably mm. will read my cards later tonight. Oh, you're you're learning the tarot. I'm trying to learn the tarot. Uh, sorry, tarot is how one of my professors recently pronounced it. Is that I true? Said, <laughs> I said, um, sir, I'm not gonna correct you, but uh, I don't think it's tarot. Tarot. Maybe it is, but here in America, I mean, they are French. No, are they? Yeah. The cards of no, Marseille. But they, but they go back further than the French people were established on this earth. Oh, okay. That's an interesting uh, take. This is the kind of stuff I say in class, and then everyone's like, uh, not are you that's not dumb. No, I don't. I, I would not. I would not say that in class. No, I'm actually uh, have. I am completely ignorant of the origins of tarot. So they are French. French. Yeah, they are French. That's very surprising to me. They're French, and they, they actually predate playing cards, and playing cards are actually um, a derivation of tarot cards. Why? When were, when were tarot cards established? Um, I feel like it was the 15th century, but I cannot be certain. Okay, so, okay, so it's like medieval shit. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. I'm correct in my head. That was like it's. I was like it's not French. It's medieval. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, but it's not like it's not from the Gauls. I know. I'm just saying it's not like 1910. It's Paris. No, France. yeah, yeah. No, okay. yes. Okay, okay, you're right about that. All right, all right. So okay, phew. Um, <laughs> we would never get to that point if I had said that out loud in class. It would just move on and say Lillian's an idiot. <laughs> Lillian's insane. Um, anyways, yes, it's a, we're sitting on some velveteen couches and, um, we've had our warm milk and now we're going to summon the spirits of a good Patreon episode. Absolutely true. Yeah. As ever, uh, instead of doing any sort of like meaningful self-reflection that might like positively impact the people around me, I've decided to try to learn tarot. No, but you know what? When you do self-work, that impacts your community. Right. I think people mean that they they mean you go to therapy or something. Well, no. that this is the Irish form of new age therapy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, you know, therapy's out now, I think. Well, analyzm is in it a big way. How do you, what am I trying to say? Analysis. Like an analyst? <laughs> <laughs> you sound like me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Had two glasses of wine. Analysis. Yeah, I, you know, whatever. It's just, I, I don't believe in any, I don't believe in any of it anymore. Um, I believe in, in people, Kelly. That's what I believe in. I, I mean, they're there. They sure, they sure won't me, leave me alone. Hey, I what? can point. I can point to them. I can see them. Um, uh, well, I said I had a little personal gossip for you, Lillian. Oh you yeah. Ready? Wait, we can start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. So this episode is um, not a culture club because we're not doing that anymore because no one cares, and it's not an interview because I'm tapped out. We'll have other interviews in the future. This is just an old-fashioned, the fuck is up, 
you know, from two years ago style Patreon episode. You know, let's let's go for Let it. Let her rip. And this is just for you. These are things we wouldn't say and we can't say on the reg feed. So from our lips to your ears, Kelly, your gossip, please. I broke a crown today. <sighs> yeah. Um, now, a crown is just... It's like when you get a root canal, yeah. they put a little thing on top of your tooth. It's like a fake tooth top. Fake tooth top. <laughs> We got a tooth top coming in at seven. I'm really Take sorry. I'm really sorry. Um, and uh, I have uh, one crown. And because I had one root canal when I was in high school. And it cracked today. And I have uh, done nothing about it. Um, what was the item that caused Brilliant, this? When I tell you. <laughs> please, please. I, I have a few things that I want it to be but you tell me what it really is say what you think it is <laughs> no I mean I'm imagining some sort of like a festival treat it wasn't it wasn't it was um, a work a day work a day Popeyes it was you Popeyes. lost a crown off a Popeyes sandwich no it was just regular chicken on the bone? No, I don't even think so. It was like I'll, all of a sudden I'm munching away on my chicken. Well, on a tender? A chicken tender? No, just chick, like chicken on the bone. I don't know. So I just chicken. said on the bone and you said no. Well, I didn't break it on the bone. It wasn't like I was trying to gnaw okay, away I'm at the bone. I'm talking about the chicken itself was on the, the chi- bone. Yes, the chicken itself was on the bone. And then I was like, that was crunchy. No. And I was like, that's weird. And then I went kind of like felt around. No, no, no. And then I was like, oh. It's a little piece of my crown. And I have it. It's not the whole thing? Uh-uh. Okay, well, that's something. Do you have Medicaid dental insurance? I do. I do. Get ready to go to the pit of hell to get that I crown know, back. I know. I like. <laughs> I have a friend who... I have a friend who's a social worker, so she helps people with, um, with Medicaid and like getting doctors and getting services and stuff. And I called her and I said, what do I do? And she said, well, call your health insurance provider and find out who's in network. And then you can find a dentist. And I said, gah. And I said, I'll do that next week. Sometimes ZocDoc will do that for you. I know, but they said I had no in-network providers when I did it on ZocDoc. (laughs) They said there are 800 out-of-network providers. And I said, yeah, I figured that. Hmm. I, um, as I've, I'm sure I've told, I've told you and I've told people who listen to this podcast, but my adventures in, um, uh, seeking medical attention from, uh, Medicaid, uh, you know, professionals, uh, it's, <laughs> it's quite an adventure is how, if you, if you like to live uh, life in the fast lane, if you like to live and- moss. Go if you like to live moss, sign up for fucking Medicaid because I did draw a line the last time I I um I said I need to check out I, I need to go to an OBGYN um and uh I made an appointment and I walked up to the office and I yeah. said you know what there's um there's a lot of stickers on this on the windows of this 
yeah. in a gynecologist's office, I see a lot of flyers posted. And something about the DIY culture aesthetic in a, in a OBGYN, I said, I don't know if this is for me, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I, and I walked away. Um, and I haven't seen one since. Um, but, you know, you never know what you're going to get. And it's usually bad, but at least it's interesting. Yeah. So I have that to look forward to. <laughs> so however many thousands of dollars later. No, it won't be. It won't uh, be. No, it won't be thousands of dollars. Okay. They'll cover it. You get it. Shit's covered. I know what dental insurance is famously like not. It doesn't cover anything. I'm pretty sure the Medicaid one does. Okay. Well, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I'm glad I'll see that... what the cards say about it. Yes. Consult the tarot. I'm going to ask the tarot. You get the upside down. You get the hanging tooth. <laughs> Or whatever. <laughs> oh my god, I get the one where it's like she's in bed next to like seven swords, like ah. yeah, the cup of sub teeth, um, <laughs> or whatever. Um, uh, so that's what's up with me today. Wow, that's a tapestry you've woven for uh, for our listeners. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Kelly. Um, thanks for the hot goss. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how are you? What's going on, Eugene? I am fucked up, Kelly. I am fucked up. I had I had to have a vent session before we started recording because I was like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be like angry crying, which you know sometimes has its serves a, a purpose on this podcast. Some people enjoy it to us uh, displaying extreme emotions, but you know it's not healthy for me to have that on the record. So. um... I'm fine. I just fucking hate. I just fucking. I just fucking hate academics. Today, today I hate academics. Yeah. I'll say that. And with, uh, with cause, I think. Thank you. You're welcome. And I not to be like I'm the fucking you know, <laughs> the working man's student, but I'm like I can't imagine what this shit is like for. I mean I don't know I don't know it's it's just. Pretty eye-opening, to be honest, in a way I didn't expect, I'll say. You know? Um, I don't know what I was expecting coming out of, like, a fucking illustrious career career as a comedian and a bartender, how that was going to fit into the academic world, but I didn't expect it to be quite so, uh, I don't know, jarring. Yeah, I mean, you're not in a program that I would have expected to have, like, a ton of snobbery attached to it. (laughs) Yeah, they fucking shouldn't. You know what I mean? Like, you're not getting, like, you're not studying, you know, Hegelian, blah, blah. It's, you know, it's the big man on campus syndrome. It's like, oh, you're the, you're the most acclaimed folklore scholar in Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. Congratulations, sir. Or ma'am. Or whoever this person may be. (laughs) Or, Zer. <laughs> oh my God! No, whatever. It's fine. I just, it's just, uh, you know, it's an identity crisis of sorts. And uh, I, I, I will say a positive thing that has somehow sort of happened, and I'm not sure exactly the roots, but 
um, in my least favorite class, ethnomusicology. Um, I, I don't know what I was thinking. Um, there are some undergrads in it, and in the back row, there's a like a skater punk dude and another skater person, and they are like both probably 20, I'm going to go with like 22, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Um, and they are obsessed with me now, and I really, I it's my greatest achievement to date at this, at this, <laughs> at this university because they always want me in their discussion group in class. They think everything I say is like, they're like, oh my God, you know what I mean? They're yeah. like, what? You know, and I, I don't know what they, how they would like describe me to be. They're probably like, this like old hippie girl is like, <laughs> actually, like she says some shit. Like, I don't know what she's like seen, but, um, but I like to say stuff that, um, isn't even true, but like, I, you know, I love a quick shock and no one is more easily shocked than someone who's very young and yeah, has true. No, you know what I mean? They're like, they have oh, no whoa. basis. They have no concept of what is true and what isn't. And yeah. I said this thing that is something that our friend Aaron told me after he read a book that was so Jesus. bad he couldn't finish it. Like a, a okay. book that was like not true and not, <laughs> okay. not well researched. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Can't <laughs> wait for where this is going. <laughs> Which is this whole conspiracy. And actually, I mean, who knows? It, it, it could very well be true, but um, about how Jim Morrison had like high up connections, you know, in the FBI, essentially an opposite. The Lizard King? So I don't think so. I'm gonna go ahead and say right now, I do not think Jim Morrison had high connections in in the government. I don't mean high connection. I guess I mean uh, infiltration stuff. The thing is, I say that now, but I'm just thinking about Val Kilmer, and I don't think Val Kilmer has any level of access to the government. Jim Morrison, maybe. Okay. Um, I'm disturbed by your, uh, the line you're drawing between the two, those two men, because Val Kilmer is an incredible artist. And I agree. But do you think Val Kilmer has access to the deep state? No, but why would, because he played Jim Morrison? What are you talking about? I'm saying, I was like, there's no way Jim Morrison had that. And then I'm saying what I'm actually thinking about is Val Kilmer. So maybe Jim Morrison did have it, but I just know for a fact Val Kilmer didn't. You're basing this off a VH1 movie. Yes. Yes, 100%. Okay, well, that's pretty much what I was doing anyways. (laughs) But I... You're like, okay, same. (laughs) (laughs) it's like it was from some dumb book about laurel canyon that aaron was really excited about and then he like started reading and he was like wait this is all bad and i was like all right that's a shame because it sounds really cool anyways um but i of course used this secondhand information from a poorly researched probably fictitious book and uh told my little skater friend, I said, oh, God. <laughs> while we were talking about something else in a discussion group in the middle of my class that I should be taking very seriously, I was like, well, you know, Jim Morrison, uh, I don't want to say he was uh, a plant, the FBI, uh, you, know, <laughs> but, uh, you know what, that's a story for a different I've said day, too much, you know? I've said too much. And I've so that, but much. then it's just enough that they say, oh, oh my God, what kind of shit 
she into you know what I mean yeah so it's these little comments that they really get it they they're really like get it. she knew Jim Morris <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Dude, no, I think she was there. I They're, like, calling their there. dads. Like, I met this lady who knew Jim Morrison. <laughs> their dads were like, what? <laughs> their dads are like, we like the Pixies. We are 50. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're too young for this. <laughs> Actually, we're too young for this, you fucking freaks. Um, anyways, yeah. So, at least the, the only people I'm impressing thus far are the burnout skater kids in the back of the class. So That's awesome. Which, you know, it's not so bad. That's not such a bad achievement. It's only been five weeks, you know, yeah. to get to get and those people on listen, my side. Listen, if one of them moves to New York, I'm going to try to date them. So, you know, whatever. I'm going to say maybe skip these these <laughs> These two? <laughs> these two? I don't know. They seem very sweet, though. Maybe, in, maybe give them five years. I, mean, um, I don't have that kind of talent. Kelly, they're nimrods. Okay, just, <laughs> That's come on. fine. That's fine by me. No, not the right kind for you. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah, so that's really the only positive thing I would say so far that's happened to me um, in school. Otherwise, it, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. It's a daily humiliation, um, and I can't go to sleep at night without multiple aids of varying substances Strings. and uh, environmental uh, you know enhancers so don't go to school anybody it fucking sucks and uh, it's really hard yeah so but that said I'll look back on this time in probably like a month and be like this was like a really special time like how I, I do all of the time it's like yeah I'm always like, wow, remember when I didn't have to have a job? It's like, well, this is this sucks more than a job. I will, I'm just going to say that. I don't know how all y'all are it professional students. Everyone's like, oh, I, I want to be in school forever. Are you fucking, are you mental? I mean, like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's crazy. No, I agree. I think it's, it sounds way worse than a job. I mean, it's... literally, I had a call with my boss today. And he's like, what do you think about this? And I said, I literally don't care. And he said, I know you have an opinion about it. And I said, no, I don't. I don't care. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, let's switch subjects. Let's talk about your boss. Ugh, my stupid boss. So basically my boss, like, all of a sudden kind of came to and was like, wait, it seems like everyone might hate me. Um mm. And was like, I'm going to schedule check-ins with everyone. Basically, he 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 is so he like texts all of us like so rudely, and then truly like everyone is like, okay, that guy sucks. And I think he like was starting to like sense that like every time he walked in the room, everyone was just like, mm-hmm, yeah. And um, and so he was like, I'm going to schedule check-ins with everyone, which he's been doing. I had mine this morning and yeah, one of the things that was just like, he was like, do you think the bar back? He was like, right now the bar back gets paid. He gets paid, I think like 20 an hour, but doesn't have yeah. a point in the tip pool. And he was like, do you think he should have a point in the tip pool? Like, what do you think is fair? And I said, I don't care. And he said, do you, he was like, you really don't care. And I was like, no, I was like, the reason that I have the job that I have is I don't make those kind of decisions and I don't care about them. I was exactly. like, I was like, if he's happy, I'm happy. If he's unhappy, I would, if he has expressed discomfort with that, you know, like whatever. But I was like, I literally don't care. 
And I was like, it's your yeah. fucking business. Why are you asking me? And he's asked it before, like, where he's like, do you guys think the barback should have a point in the tip pool? And it's like, that's your decision, man. Like, you run the money. That's the boring shit you have to think about at night. Yeah, like, I don't fucking care. And he's like, you don't think we should be tipping him out? And I was like, I don't care. I was like, if he, if you decide to put him in the tip pool, I'm fine with it. Like, I don't think it fucks up my money for him to get half a point in the tip pool. But I was like, I'm not going to make the decision because I don't want to. That's some pussy shit. No, he's such a pussy, my boss. He is so annoying. But he literally has been texting everyone so fucking spicy. And I've talked about it a little on the main feed where he's been like, he said, like, get serious if you think you're going to get both holidays off. And then, but he also was like on our, we had like an anniversary party. And this guy had like... (laughs) tried to request off we have like an app that we use and he had tried to request off and it wouldn't let him and he didn't know why it wasn't like because it's like a very basic app html app so it didn't like say why it just was like that that request can't be processed or something sure and so he texted our boss and he was like um hey man like i just need this date off and he was like i'm going to mexico mm-hmm. like, i'll be gone from these days and then when the the time that he had requested off came, he, like, got his schedule, and it was, he was still scheduled, and he, like, texted our boss again, and he was like, hey, um, I'm not going to be here that week. And our boss was like, uh, a little advance warning would have been nice. And he was like, I felt bad, but he was like, I literally had to be, like, send him screenshots from our Receipts. text, like, thread, and he was like, I sent you advance warning. And then our boss was like, we well, should have sent it to me over email, but he always communicates with us over text, so it was, like, just no. very rude. And then he ultimately, like, the boss literally was like, all right, man, it is what it is, <sighs> which is, like, so unprofessional. And then at that party, which was our anniversary party, this guy came in and to the head, the bar manager, mm-hmm. um, he was handed him a bottle of champagne. And he's like, this is for you guys. You work so hard. Like, da 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 like, we just appreciate it. Like, he was like, every time we come in, we appreciate it. Whatever. And so the bar manager opened the bottle of champagne with our boss, with the owner of the bar. And, like, we all did a toast. And we were like, you know, to us, whatever. Sure. Then, like, the Monday after the party, our boss texted the bar manager. And he was like, where's that bottle of champagne that this this wine store guy had brought by? And he was like, um, we drank it. <laughs> like, he was like, what are you talking about? And then the, the owner texted the bar manager and he was like, whoa, that's really not cool. I just want to let you know, like, and he said, I'm a very generous person, but all gifts should go through me and <gasps> you should hand me all gifts and I should be in charge of like all gifts. He's like, they're gifts what? for me. And he, like, went through on this whole, like, long thing about, like, how, like, the gifts are for me. I'll always share, but, like, it's up to me to do that, not up to you. And the bar manager was like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, just literally, like, sure, man. Like, whatever. What? And, like, and he was also just, like, he was like, yeah, I mean, like, whatever. That's fine. But he was like, we drink it together. It wasn't like I, it wasn't like he pocketed it. No, that's fucked up. That's and it's just, so like. so insane. It's just, like, multiple instances. And so, like, the end of our call, he was like, do you have anything else? Like, anything else you want to, like, call my attention to? After just, you know, talking about the dumb minutia of 
working. And I was like, yeah, you speak to us very disrespectfully. And I was like, you say these things over text that are not okay to say. And it makes me question why I work for you. And he was like, and he was like, you know, he was like, oh, wow. I didn't like, like, he was like, oh, he was like, you feel this way all the time. And I was like, no, not all the time. But I was like, there are times where I'm like, whoa, this person talks to me in a way that I don't think is acceptable. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I understand. And then he was saying, which is so crazy. He was like, I just feel like, like the holiday thing specifically, he was like, I feel like if times were normal, that would be the expectation. And I was like, yeah, times aren't normal. So like, like, it's the first vaccinated holiday. And you're like, well, if times were normal, it's like, okay. Like, it's just such a dumb point. And I was like, okay. And that's what I said. He said that. And I was like, okay, yeah, times aren't normal. So I was like, I don't really know. Like what? Like I get, yeah, sure. Okay. Like I just don't, it's like such a dumb, and it is pussy behavior. It's like, and it's like, you just need to be like, yeah, I fucked up. And now I'm sending out a text that says I fucked up. I'm sorry. Tell me your honest travel plans for the holidays and I'll figure out and I'll, I'm going to tailor the bar schedule around your travel plans, not vice versa, because times aren't fucking normal. And guess what looks a lot better for the bar than being like, yeah, we're open December 23rd and then we're reopening December 26th and we'll be here every single day. It looks a lot better to put up a fucking Instagram post that said, thank you to my staff that has worked so hard for the past two years some of whom have worked before vaccines were available or even a twinkle in a scientist's eye were working, serving drinks, and I'm proud and happy to give them a yeah. full week off for Christmas because yeah. that's what they deserve <laughs> and you can get a fucking Negroni somewhere else. Somewhere else. Well, here's the thing. Men shouldn't be allowed to own bars and if they do... You gotta have, I mean, sorry to make it a fucking gendered thing. You have to have somebody else who isn't a fucking man, who's the fucking in-between person who's gonna say, what do you guys need? And even if they're get, you know what? You have to have a fucking buffer manager who's gonna take all that bullshit and spin it and be like, I'll figure it out. Don't worry, guys. Like, Well, also, it's just like, those conversations with men are so difficult. My coworker told me, which is so crazy, that when she left, like, his end note to her meeting, he was like, am I doing anything right? And she was like, oh, not my job to tell you that. That's like, if you don't, sorry, I don't know why I'm working blue. It's okay. That's, I just mean, like, that's like an after, that's like a bad sex like oh it's, it's like, very much it's, like it's, it's like whoa di- oh you didn't come like uh, uh, well do, can i do anything <laughs> right? it's very much boyfriend talk like can i just do anything right by you or like everything i do is wrong and it's like uh you're a boss who set up a meeting to check in with work did you think i was gonna be like it fucking rocks yes <laughs> i mean yes. yes he did think that it's but because it's also, they, did, they haven't learned their lesson The frustrating thing about, like, any emotional conversation with men is, like, you have to keep, like, reorienting to, like, I don't necessarily need you to, like, provide an explanation or a solution to this. If you're asking me how I feel, I'm allowed to tell you that I feel hurt. Mm -hmm. Like, and I don't need you to, like, like, that was it. Like, I was, like, 
you don't need to now explain to me why you said what you said. You need to receive that I was hurt by it uh-huh. and you need to apologize. Like, I don't need yeah. you to explain the thought process. Like, I don't care about the thought process. I can't remember the last time I got an apology. And you know what? That might no. be because I, I literally do not remember a single apology. And that might be because I'm the one always making apologies. But that shouldn't be the case. People should be apologizing to me every day. Every day! <laughs> When you get your little jamba juice on campus, <laughs> it should come with an apology. <laughs> Fucking apologize to me. <laughs> Mango's a go-go? I want you to say. <laughs> I did I did say um, kind of a equally insane phrase. I don't think I've ever said in my oh, life in my life today as I caused a scene at the local credit union. I said, sorry for wasting your time, which is like <laughs> Such a, a talk about non apologies. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I did not apologize. In fact, was openly hostile the entire time. But sorry for wasting your time is like such a shithead thing to say. Yeah. So I owe some, I owe, what is her name? Ariel uh, at the credit union an apology. Sorry and for wasting she, and, your time. And is then absolutely actually, she, perfect. she should actually apologize to me after I apologize <laughs> to her. I'm going back. <laughs> Because they all fucked up. So, anyways, I expect a formal apology. Yeah. Anyways. A notarized letter would be preferable. Please. I mean, is somebody in this town give me one fucking thing. That's all I ask. Absolutely. Okay. Except our beautiful listener, who is very nice and kind. Um, the one person in Eugene who I can trust. Anyways. Not to put that pressure on you. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm doing fine. Um, <clears throat> I uh, bosses. I, I'm sorry that you have one. Hey, uh, I'm you know sorry. who my real boss is? God, He's a Jewish carpenter. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you know who didn't? Never mind. Um, and he yeah. gave me the ultimate apology. His one mm-hmm. begotten son. You know, whatever <laughs> they say. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes. Ill-begotten? What do they say about him? His one... Besotted? What do they say? I I truly (laughs) wouldn't be the one to know. I would not be the one to know. His one... He got... He... God loved us so he gave us his one... Anyway, his one son. His only child. (laughs) His only child. (laughs) His... his, his, The main one. He gave us the Kendall of basically his kids. Or Shiv... Depending on, you know, that's a succession reference. Yeah, I got it. Um, uh, we were, uh, my boyfriend and I, Ted, we were so stoned (laughs) going to sleep last night because it's the only way I can like try to even pretend to go to sleep for four hours. Um, and all of a sudden he was just like, you know, what is the last color of the four horsemen of the apocalypse? I'm forgetting it. And we tried to think about it for a really long time before at like 3 a.m. I said, I got to turn over and you're like, I'm going to have to put this one to rest. I I know. I said, I'm going to look it up because I can't sleep. 
uh, without knowing it. Um, what is it? Well, we knew The Pale Rider. We of knew a uh, great movie. Um, the Green Goblin. Green Goblin. <laughs> there's um, there's the Joker. Um, <laughs> Who's purple, obviously. <laughs> Um, it's a, it's a trick question, Kelly, because there's, <laughs> there's the pale, there's a pale writer or whatever the fuck there's black, uh, for pestilence or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's red for war. Yeah. And you think what other color could be there? I was thinking, oh, is there, maybe there's a golden one for, for famine, for the wheat. I don't know. I was trying to think of what it could, else it could be. Turns out it's another white horse. Oh, okay, cool. Double white. I said, that doesn't make any fucking sense, comma, the Bible. <clears throat> Got that from Rick Owens, I'm sure. Yeah, some New Testament right? bullshit. Anyways. Um, <clears throat> speaking of four horsemen. Huh? Hey, huh? good segue. I didn't even mean to. Um, let's talk a little bit about some New York-specific Fucking, let's rip on some New York places, some some restaurants. Um, don't mind if we do. Don't mind if I crack my knuckles and do. Um, <clears throat> so, <laughs> this is so... It's. I hope it's inside baseball enough that it pleases some of you and then just sounds insane enough that the rest of you will be entertained. Do you know what I mean? I think that's the, the line we're walking every day. <laughs> That's the that's the one single set of footprints that you see. <laughs> I mean, truly, it, before Popeyes cracked my crown, I thought <laughs> that it was. I thought that it carried me, but maybe now I'm carrying Popeyes. I don't know. I don't know. But, no, the podcast is making the footprints in the sand, and it's okay. carrying. And then there's us. little chicken feet next to it. <laughs> there's little little paw prints. Kind of a caravan. <laughs> it's a caravan. We got a load to carry. It is so funny, just as a sidebar. Like, I always am, um, like talking myself out of my various like mental health diagnoses, and I'm always like, I don't really have ADHD. It's just like, I thought I, that I, was when you with arms wide open. I didn't think that there was a denial. no. I'm, I'm I'm always like I'm always like no. It's just like I, I have capitalism. Like, yeah, it's capitalism, and I have certain strategies that I've developed over time that kind of manifest in a way that's similar to ADHD, but it's not necessarily true about me, da da da, da. And then Lillian and I were on a call today, and all of a sudden I, like, pull out a drill and a hammer, and she was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I just realized, like, I could hang this hook up here, so I was just going to, like, hang the hook. And she was like, can you not while we're on a call? And I was like, but my hands are free. So I kind of thought I could get the, and I could get the hammer. And I could just hammer the hook. And she was like, okay. It was, uh, listeners, it was POV, I'm James Con. <laughs> POV, I'm James Con in misery. That's what it was. And I just, like, truly sometimes, like, I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm actually, like, so fine and normal and just 100% normal brain chemistry. And then it's like, I'm on a call with Lillian being like, so let's put down the hammer. Let's put it down. It was- hey, Kelly, if I had a hammer. That's <laughs> 
And we're gonna hammer. <laughs> I'd hammer not during the call. Oh, God. Um, Peter, Paul, and fucking Kelly over here. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I learned my lesson. Um, it's fine. I mean, look, let's embrace, let's embrace it, you know? Let's embrace it. Was Van Gogh mentally well, you know? No. We're, he's cutting off his ears left, right, and center, and everybody loves him. So, you know? That you is got it. so true, Lillian, <laughs> when you put it that way. <laughs> I can't wait to be a TA next term. Okay. Um, so, restaurant, Goss. Okay. Four Horsemen recently, and this was communicated to me via, uh, ooh, you know what? Via a um, an insider journalist mm. texted, texted this to me, a, a, a food world journalist. Ooh. Is that what they're ooh, called? Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know if I should reveal my sources, Kelly. Oh, okay. Well, no, I'll I'll tell you after this. But yeah. I I don't know if she wants to be implicated. Anyways, uh <laughs> she sent me a screenshot while I was like, I don't know, in some sort of hellish realm at school and I couldn't really respond. But it was um or rather the post, it was an Instagram post from Four Horsemen, which if you don't know, uh is the the natural wine and expensive food uh, centered restaurant uh, from one James Murphy of LCD Sound System. Uh, you know, you can fucking fill in the blanks from there. If you, you know, one one could really quite easily imagine what this place is like. Yeah. Um, um, one time, my best friend slept with a guy that she met there, and his name was Reginald. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. That <laughs> yeah. Makes no, sense. that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to fill in a portrait. Right. 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 Um, I will say never, uh, not had an incredibly weird time there and not in yeah. a good way, not in a good way. Delicious everything, but it fucking weird as hell. They Anyways. have a, they have a nightclub, uh, next door. Yeah. Uh-huh. And one time I went with a friend who works at the four horsemen and then the door guy later ran into us at the bar we went to after we left the nightclub and uh, did trust falls with us, Un- unconsensual trust falls. That's not a trust fall. <laughs> well, he he had a lot of trust. He had a lot of trust. He just went trust fall, and we were like, "Whoa, damn!" I would have said, "Now's the time to learn." This is a learning experience. Well, that is what my friend said. Basically, she was like, "I'm not. Uh, you cannot trust me. Don't trust. Don't trust strangers." She said, idiot. "Don't trust a hoe." You know, what's that sound? All right. I don't know. Anyways, okay. Point is, there was a post by this restaurant. (laughs) Kelly, please focus for one second. Okay. There was a post from this restaurant. It was deleted by the time I tried to engage with it. But essentially, it was CCTV footage, which, by the way, can we just say, I think it's so fucked up and insane. Anytime a restaurant posts grainy fucking unsolved (laughs) unsolved mystery fucking footage of some person who lives in new york city like like taking a flower from their fucking yeah Uh, i'm like what are you doing like a a cab like what's going on here it's so fucking weird i hate it it is a true kill the cop in your head moment it's disgusting i'm like deal with it internally slash who fucking cares it's new york city shit happens relax anyways i think it's insane um 
But so they posted this grainy thing of like two people with their faces sort of with like dots on them so you couldn't see their face, which is like, why are you posting this in the first place? Again, I did not get to see the, the full post before it was deleted. But basically they were like, somebody stole, it was very dramatic from what I heard, somebody stole this like really sentimental and like part of the family, this, this <laughs> art this art piece from, you know, that's been here since day one. Again, I'm totally making this up, but this is the vibe. Yeah. It gets deleted because it gets returned by said thieves, who I'm sure it's like, you know what? Embrace it. You you have such a raucous natural wine restaurant. Absolutely. That, that people are like, you know what? I'm going to take a thing and make that part of your history. You buy a new thing. You, it's like, just fucking go with it, man. I just, I don't get this fucking harping on, you know what I mean? It's like... I don't know, it's counterintuitive to the, the festive nature of a restaurant to me. I don't know, you know? Absolutely. It makes me crazy. Anyways, so the people returned this sentimental, extremely valuable, you know, thing. tchotchke. You guys, I would, I implore you to find <laughs> the Instagram account for this restaurant and take a look at the cherished... Uh, sentimental piece uh, that uh, was returned. It's a crude clay figure with a, with a gi- huge dick. A giant dick, presumably made by James Murphy. I can think of no other reason why it would be there. Sort of, a, as I said to Kelly, a mommy and me afternoon at a, <clears throat> at a clay fucking workshop. And... And then on top of that picture is scrawled in like digital crayon font in, in, in brown crayon font. It just says home next to this fucking dick out clay figure. I don't know how to take this. Frankly, I am. It's unsettling. Are you Nell? From the movie Nell? Literally tip-tay in the way, whatever the fuck is going on here. Like, uh, insane. It's so bizarre to me. And everyone was like, heart eye emoji. I know, people I know were like, so happy he's home. I was like, are you? I was like, I'm reporting this post. This is disgusting. Uh A dick out in my phone. I don't want to see this. Mm -mm. I don't like phallic art. No, no, you'd have to be a moron. Anyways, absolutely insane. A huge LOL from me. Everyone I know privately was like, when I posted that to our account, they were like, this is the funniest shit I've ever seen. I've been dying laughing at it all day. I don't understand how it's any sort of, there's no reaction other than what the fuck is going on. It's not like, Wow, the power of community and rest. You know what I mean? I'm like, what? Are, what is everyone rallying around? Have we all lost the fucking thread that fast? Anyways, yes, the answer is yes. yes. It's also like the fact that everything is now like mutual aid. It's like, no, someone stole something, then you threaten to report them or like out them, which is also like the carceral mindset, and then they yeah. returned it. That doesn't speak to your community. That's like, <laughs> like a threat. What? You're threatening with like pun- a crime and punishment. Exactly. It's like, 
Exactly. Anyways, um, so that is insane. That is. <laughs> I insane. would love a little kind of like I would love the Dostoevsky treatment of the, the person's <laughs> mindset after they you know took the axe to that little figurine or whatever. Oh my god. Anyways, so yeah, that was ridiculous. And then what else do we have? Uh, Kiki's is canceled, but if you're still eating there, get a fucking life. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Kelly has very strong feelings about Kiki's, which I've never been there because I've been so put off by the multiple people who told me to go there that I said, nah, I think I'm going to pass. But it sounds like I was correct. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, but yeah, what is Kiki's doing? Oh, yeah, they, like, won't give people their breaks. I don't know. It's, like, the regular... The the amount of labor rights violations that exist in any restaurant. I know. I love when people are like, uh, did you know that you have to, like... You can't just, like, go to the bathroom during your shift. You have to, like, wait until... I'm like, mm-hmm. That's normal. It sucks, but, yeah, it's normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you don't get breaks, so... Um, which, again, is not great. But it's just very funny when they're like, uh, yeah violation of OSHA rights. I'm like, um, yeah, it's, that's going to be happening now. That'll, um, that'll happen to you now. Um, uh, but I did see this person said, and not, to, and I'm not making fun of this person for giving us this information and we do appreciate any inside tips, but, uh, this, the, <laughs> they said also that their Kiki's is apparently handwriting checks. That is the bigger, that's the bigger skew. T- t- to employees, which, uh, you know, I don't know that much about, mm, I don't know, money laundering or petty crime, uh, <laughs> you know. But to me, that um, that's that that speaks to some. That throws up uh, quite a few red flags. And you know what? Uh, the Greek. Need I say mm. more? Okay, these people have been in oh, debt since. Oh my God, the Greeks. Um, so, I mean, that is the long arm of Angela Merkel. That it's it's a, <laughs> it's affecting the Greek food community in New York. Uh, the sort of reparations she's forced yeah. to pay. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. It so all goes back. It all goes up to the top. It goes up so, to the top. The top is Germany. I'm sorry to say. And you know what? I pledge my allegiance to Germany and how it is Not me, not moi. I'm, dude, I'm, just, I'm joking. I'm recording the I was making like a Nazi sort of joke. Um, I was trying to go for sort of like a nationalist. I, I, guess I, I guess actually, I guess actually, I never think that's appropriate to joke about. Yeah, I guess I just um, think some things you shouldn't. Sorry, talk about. Lillian, are you Jewish? <laughs> are you Jewish? Can you make that joke? It is um, so difficult to go out with Aaron, who really lays the bait for you to make anti-Semitic jokes, and you're like, I can't. Aaron makes anti-Semitic jokes constantly. That's his whole. I know, but he is Jewish. Well, I know that's why he can do it. You can laugh along. I do laugh along. Oh, you! But you want to get in on the action? I want a yes and. You can. No, I can't. Well, maybe after a few more coffee dates. Although I don't like the idea of you guys getting so close. You know, I told him (laughs) he was like, "Oh, Kelly and I met up for coffee, whatever." And I said, oh, that's cool, whatever. And then, like, I don't know, a day later, I said, oh, did you hear about this thing? And I, like, sent him something. I was like, it's so funny. And he was like, oh, yeah, Kelly sent me a podcast episode about that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. (laughs) Kelly told you about that. 
I wrote literally when I tell you I sent him an episode of the daily. It's more embarrassing for me. Well, it's embarrassing that I'm referencing something that was on the daily. I didn't, I mean, it wasn't, in my mind, it wasn't on the daily, but. Well, that's the only podcast episode I've sent him. I just want you to know. All right. Well, whatever. That's cool. You guys have become best fucking friends while I (laughs) become a fucking like shattering skeleton out here in Eugene, Oregon. Um, I'm like a fucking raw spinal cord, just kind of like getting on the bus every day. Um, no, I'm uh, very excited about my choice. Okay. What else? Do we have anything else that we want to tell our beautiful patrons who, if you haven't stopped listening to this episode yet, literally. Sorry, the state of this podcast is, you know, it's in flux as far as we're making, you know, we don't play by the rules. That is so true. It's really what it is. And, you know, there have been a lot of life changes. Not saying, like, you know, oh, you have to keep supporting this podcast because... But it's, like, we just are people who are, uh, like everyone else, got fucked up from everything. And hopefully hopefully this is (laughs) relatable to you because we're both trying to muddle through continual and post-COVID and figuring it out. Hey, you know what? We're just two gals figuring it out. Um, late in life. Um, no, it's just... <laughs> Not late, I hope. God, no, no. I've lied about my age so much. Did I tell you, like, this uh, friend of mine was like, do you think, do you think, like, turning 30 will help us figure it out? And I was like, um, well, I, that's so far off for me, it's hard to imagine. But, um, no, I don't think it will. <laughs> and you're right. I was like, right. I was like, yeah. What will happen when we all turn thirty? Which we're <laughs> both not yet. <laughs> cool. Love ya. Oh boy. Yeah. I don't. Um. I avoid all sort of date-related information. Um. Here at school. Um. Anyways. Yeah, but whatever. Anyways, we we always appreciate you all, and I know it's like we say it a million times, but we, we thank you for, for listening and for, even if you don't listen, you know, for supporting us because uh, it costs money to make this podcast and it costs money for us to uh, not kill ourselves. And I would say so. That's important, and our lives are in your hands, essentially, so kind of keep that <laughs> yeah. in mind. Yeah, keep that kinda, in mind. Kind of keep that in mind. Um. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think we're still doing an okay job, all things considered. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I think we put out some good episodes. I think the newsletters are, are, are good. Like, I feel like we're doing okay. Yeah, I just want to say that um, when you pay $10 a month, you get a newsletter <laughs> that at some point, hypothetically, could be written after I completely lose sense of reality. Yeah. Like, you and know the Sylvia Plath food diaries? Yeah. That's what Lillian is creating for you. In real time. In real time. I seriously have had four slices of toast, two glasses of milk... And then I write, and then I have some pickled uh, eggs or whatever, and then I... 
Write the newsletter. I know, I forget. Her food food is really disgusting. Um, It's like spoonful of marmalade, one whole herring. It's like, oh, girl, I get why you killed yourself. Two pork chops with with Ted, some apples, and pudding for dessert. You're like, what? Stop, Sylvia. Please cut yourself off. Um, Girl. Yeah, but, it's, no, it's, it's, it sounds like a very wet diet. It's dis- it's really gives me a stomach ache. And, <laughs> uh, you know, I have a sensitive, I have a sensitive stomach, but yikes. Um, yes. Anyways, I just want to say that, yeah, I literally last week wrote the newsletter after having a complete insane psychic break. And, but I'm dedicated to you all. And I said, no, I have to sit down and say what I fucking made to eat this week. And I'm doing it for you. And I love to do it. And... That, and and that just shows how much I do. I know you get a you get an extra slice of life from us if you subscribe to the newsletter. <laughs> and the slice is it's kind of a leftover slice that nobody took from the cake. It's mystery me. It's yeah. mystery. <laughs> it's mystery. It's like the, these episodes are like boring and unhinged enough, and then like put it in written in the written word. It's like I mean Whoa. you're getting a, a full picture that you don't want, but Whoa. you have it. You bought it. You bought it. Anyway, you get what you get, and you don't get upset. <laughs> I'm really sorry, everybody. I hope that you liked this episode. I mean, it brought me from absolute crying rage when I. Um, sat down to now I feel fine. It might have something to do with the beer I just drank while I was recording it, but But you light we up. I hope my it life. brings you joy. Yes. And we'll do whatever you want, so just tell us. True. Alright. Love ya. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.